Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is The Material Podcast, episode number 383, recorded on October 26, 2022. We haven't done one of those in a while. A timestamp <laughs> is what they're called. I'm your host, Florence Ion. I'm joined here by your other host and fearless leader, Andy Anako. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Co- co-leader, co-leader. Co-leader. Yeah. Is, isn't it? See, it's... it's Actually, maybe we should like timestamp these things like on a regular basis because mm-hmm. like what what if like this had, we were recording like on Sunday and uh, and we, and we're you know we we go into a lot of different topics during our opening chat and it could have been you know what I mean Kanye West I think he, I mean he's oh, having dear. some problems and he's had his oh, sure difficulties God. I'm I'm glad he seems to be handling life well and then like. Andy, do you have any idea what he said? Like, oh, no, I didn't because it was recorded on October 19th, 2022. Um, Oh, God. It would give give us a small bit of cover. Although this this is an exciting show because we, I I I hope you don't mind if I tell the listeners this, that uh, we have been anticipating this and planning this for weeks and months and looking forward to this. We usually use Google Duo. Uh, for uh, for the video and to have the conversation <laughs> part, and finally uh, we decided that Google Meet, which has all the features we have been dying to start using, I mean we have been planning this out, like putting a star. When oh when Raise are we going to able to? Yeah, exactly. And it's exciting <laughs> that finally, of our own free will, we have decided that it is is no. See, see. I'm, I'm being sarcastic because Google Duo would not work whatsoever. <laughs> And yeah, exactly. So I've uh, it's, it's, so we had to like switch to Google Meet. Officially, Google Duo is I have I'm not uh, in, in an extemporaneous speech. I'm not going to claim to understand what the differences between Google Chat and Google Meet and Google Duo are. Apparently, Duo is being sunsought by Google captions. Perhaps, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I turned on captions for you. This is this oh, wow. is fascinating. No, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. If you're, if you're captioning, I'm captioning. Now, Should we caption is? and see how well will, this can I will say caption that I, us? Yeah, exactly. We can have, we can have like live <laughs> transcripts. Also, I will say that it's nice that like I I, I like the picture in picture better because uh, mm-hmm. like uh, when I, I usually put you into into a floating window. Oh, there, CC. I usually put you into a floating window. And supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Well, a hip, a hop, a hippie, a hippie, hippie, hip, hip, hop. You don't stop rocking to the bang, bang, boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogity beat. Now, what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. And you hear me, the groove, and my friends are going to try to move your feet. Now, I am Wonder Mike. And I'd like, oh, my God, it's keeping up with me word for word for word through Rapper's (laughs) Delight. That is impressive. Okay. I was being sarcastic before, but all right. Google Meet kind of (laughs) rocks. Okay. I do. I am going to turn it off, though, because it's a little distracting for the I have, podcasting I have screenshot I have situation. screenshotted it yeah exactly it's 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 Perfect. hard also also I'm kind of afraid of like uh when we again we're we're speaking not we're not on a script here we're speaking extemporaneously and so there are times where like I try to f- trick myself into thinking no that thing that you just said that in your mem- in your mind's ear might have sounded kind of weird and stupid it wasn't weird and stupid at all I'm sure not but if I saw like the words in front of me saying ooh that that looks stupid. Boy, I'm glad I didn't say that. Oh, wait, I did say that. Okay. And so, there's yeah. some computer processing it too, is the other thing to keep in mind. So it's kind of like Google's listening to the podcast before it's published. <laughs> and I don't know if we can't have that as journalists. That's yes. like <laughs> Ooh, what are activities? Okay, whiteboarding. Ooh, we can also Miro things. That sounds mm-hmm. exciting. 
I don't know I what Miro is. I have no idea what that is. Exactly. No idea what that is. And apparently, um, I can. Speaking- I can. Is that, is that like the yogi, like prana hand? That or am I, the, am I saying, hand hey, hey, Flo, shut up, talk to the hand because I'm not paying attention. I'm very used to the hand raise because I I use it for like every briefing. <laughs> <laughs> I use it for work meetings. <laughs> it's almost like, excuse me, I'm that person. We were all about to go, but I have a question to ask. We're not going anywhere until I ask my question because I like to take advantage of my Q&A session. Exactly. If they're giving you a Q&A, Right. Ask something. Okay. That's the, that's an opportunity. You have to seize it. Exactly. You have to seize it. Um, since we're doing hands-on experiences, I was wondering if you could help me test something. Anytime. Google related. Anything. Okay. I have been... So here's my current setup. When I am searching for things, when I'm doing my research for work or for play, what I do is I log into Google Chrome, the browser on my Windows desktop, but I use DuckDuckGo as the search engine. Mm. So the only time that I'm actively using Google.com is when I go to Google.com and use the search bar there, right? So lately I've been noticing that whenever I use Google, I get so much crud at the top, at the beginning of the search query page, and then like all the actual relevant links are below it like far down the page. And I'm trying to figure out if I like accidentally installed a toolbar. Remember, it used to happen to Windows users a lot. Or if this is a change in like the way Google is displaying things and I'm a victim of it. (laughs) Okay. So let's go to google.com, you and I, if you may, if you... Actually, it's actually, possible. so c- c- actually, sh- shall we use the present now feature where you can actually see my desktop, you, or sh- or, do, or do we do we dare? Do we dare? We can. We, uh, you know what? Let me do that. Okay. Let me do it for my. Let's see. How do I do it? Present now. Present a tab. Okay. Here we go. Share. Okay. Ooh, Florence Ion um, is presenting. Yes, I am presenting. Great. Now we can look at my search. Okay. There's nothing there that looks dubious that's good oh you see north face so you could see what i was working on earlier today there you go um what should we look for dueling let's look scars for tra- <laughs> let's let's look for trader joe's tiny tote bags okay okay so trader joe's tiny 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 tote bags all right, I'm going to type two it in one. and search. You want tote bags as one as a single word or two words? Uh, two words. Two words. Okay, and go. Okay. Now, if you if you could please look at my I, this is so such riveting material, Jim. Feel free to like cut this down because I know there's some dead time, dead air situation. Okay. Okay, so here's my screen very quickly. Now, do you notice that I, how many ads I have before the search? actual search terms come. So I have promotional totes from foreign print. I have small totes at belt.com bags, ebay.com tote bag factory, rockflowerpaper.com, And then finally a news headline T- trader Joe's is now selling teeny tiny mini tote bags. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. I did notice that you have the same number of search results as I do, which, which you would expect 6,040,000 results. Um, okay. My no, I'm not seeing the same thing. My top result is from blog.cheapism.com. 
Trader right. Joe's is now selling teeny tiny mini tote bags. Number uh-huh. two is teeny bean, tinybeans.com. Trader Joe's mini yep. totes are here and flying off shelves. Uh, then I've got a deck of uh, available auctions for, on eBay. Again, still not yep. a, uh, still not a, a uh, an ad. Then f- tiktok.com, uh, Trader Joe's tote mini TikTok search. Uh, and then from Poshmark, another line of like available stuff from Trader Joe's women's women bags totes. And so I'm trying to find. I just keep getting eBay tote bag factory. Like I'm just getting a lot of garbage and I have no idea why I'm hmm. getting so much garbage. I'm I'm not getting anything that is labeled as an ad. Yeah, I just. I don't even know if it's an ad. It just it just shows Etsy.com, eBay.com, totebagfactory.com. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm going to stop presenting so we can save our bandwidth. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my Google. If anybody out there has any idea, please tweet at me at oh, that flow, or tweet at Andy at itnotco or tweet at both of us at Material Podcast because I am trying to figure out. I'm getting the same problem, by the way. On my Google account, my work Google account. And so that's why I'm trying to figure out, is this some plugin I have? Mm. Because I'm not getting this situation on the mobile app. You know what? I, I do use I, I do use a whole bunch of really aggressive plugins for ad blocking and privacy on my installation. I only use uBlock Origin. I've got you blocking a couple of other things. I'd have to actually double check to see what they are. Yeah. So maybe that's affecting things. It's, it's not, it's historically, it's not collecting nearly as much information. I guess I'm just thinking about this out loud because we've been talking, what we are going to talk about on the show today is about Google earnings. And a lot of that, you know, has to do with search and advertising. And I'm just thinking about the Google experience as it exists now and how it just doesn't feel as simplistic as it used to. It feels like it's, it's getting busier and busier, like like looking at a wall, like looking at a, at a job billboard on campus. You know, it's just like has flyers all over it. Right. Yeah. Which, it's mm. I don't know. See, I, I like a, uh, another thing we'll be talking about is has, has to do with what happens when you take a classic interface that people are familiar with and you change it in any way whatsoever. But I th- part I do have a little bit of resistance to like what we saw at the search on event. Uh, that Google held a few few weeks, a few months ago, which is like their media event just for Google search in which it really did look as though they're trying to a make Google search look less frumpy, less 2010s, but also make it a little bit more dynamic, more like a look more like a social media app to try to get back some of the people they're losing to TikTok. And so uh, I, I do think, I do think that Google is still working hard to try to keep search results good and relevant. So I'm happy about that. But you're right. It, as we kind of demonstrated, it depends on how you've configured your your browser and how much information you're kind of leaking. My goodness. Well, at least we did like a nice little segue into what we're talking about today. Yes, and maybe hopefully, hopefully right. we got the Bing's in there too because I kind I rather like that Bing when it changes to uh, like shared shared <laughs> desktop mode. That was that's pretty cool. Although, it's, it's, oh it's, wait, that's what that Bing was. Yeah. I thought I was getting a notification in another app, and I was like, oh. shut up, <laughs> like stop bothering me. I stride this industry like a colossus. Those jackals can't <laughs> leave me alone for five minutes without without trying to bend my ear about some piece of tech news or other. But actually, it is funny 
that you bring, now that we're talking about Chrome and you talked about DuckDuckGo, I think I finally solved a problem that I've been having with my, uh, with my, uh, with my iPad Pro, which is mm-hmm. that the only thing that I don't like about the experience is browsing because the, uh, the browser is either Safari or it's Google Chrome, which uses the WebKit uh, browser. Right. But all, in all cases, it really is uh, with it, it, it's a, it's a web browser that takes as, as, as its legacy, a phone browser. So like mm-hmm. you, you go to reddit.com and it will give you the super football field stretched out version of like the mobile version of it. It's hard to put in plugins to like, I'm, I'm so dis I'm so uh, disoriented when I see all of these ads popping up on sites that I visit every single day, uh, like on my Chromebook or on my MacBook. Cause I just don't like what, wait, those are, Oh, those are ads. I'm getting them blocked and everything else, but not on this one. So, uh, and, and also I, th- I think that Chrome, uh, I have to double check it, but I, I think one of the problems was also that was it Chrome or Google Docs or maybe both? Chrome doesn't let you have multiple instances of Chrome, so you can't have like uh, if I, so I can't have like a Google Docs open in one side of the screen and then Google and then like a regular like Google Chrome like browser on, on the other side of the screen. If I'm doing because I, I, I use my iPad a lot for just that kind of work. I was going to say you can do that now on Android. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the new Chrome update they released last week. Yeah, but the but the great thing. So I just happened to try. I, I've always had DuckDuckGo installed, but I wasn't relying on it uh, on a, as a regular browser. DuckDuckGo for iPad really it does present itself to the world as a desktop browser. So all that stuff like works as it should. Also, it's des- it's DuckDuckGo, so it ain't letting no ads in whatsoever. So I think I might have, I, I think I might have to like get used to using DuckDuckGo as my browser on, on the iPad. I do least. like the, ad, listen, I am saying this as a person who makes her living off of advertisements. Yeah, I know. Uh, I do like having the option to have a cleaner experience on some websites. Let's just put it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And, and, uh, and well. The dis- and the disappointing thing though is that it's the, it's the same thing that got me super honked off and turned off by uh, by like regular broadcast television because like the ads mm-hmm. are such mm-hmm. hi Andy Anatko we th- we're an advertiser and we think you're a total idiot you we think that you're going to see this ad and say what the like I, I won't believe this I don't won't believe what the politicians in name of my town are doing that's my town wow I should click on this right away and I'm like oh come on I'm not that st- I'm stupid you can trick me but you don't know at least try hard at least try to trick me it's uh, just feel it, it makes it makes me feel very very sad and oftentimes it's like local news sites that will do stuff like that and it's like you get to the ad deck, you get to the ad deck where it's like it's it's no longer like sort of sensible ads. Now it's like the tabula stuff, or it's like oh, I'm I'm very very I I I really really wanted to know why all those fire trucks were shutting down like Route 120 Route 124, but I don't want to hit the local news site and have to. Oh, it's just sad. Pro tip. Local news is the easiest to stomach on Sunday mornings. Uh, you will still have a 10-minute block on crime, but it's only 10 minutes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> mm. Also, I'm, I'm get, so I'm getting delivery on uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. My Nest Wi-Fi Pro, uh, open parentheses, snow, close parentheses, has shipped. It's supposed to arrive like on Friday. Your shiny ceramic my, uh, 
my my ball? Tic-ta- my tic-tac, it's not really like a ball. My, it's my, a... my my Mentos. My... Yeah, <laughs> it's it's some sort of shape that's not quite a an oval, not quite a circle. It's it's I think I think we described it when they first announced them a few months ago as sort of like when you go into a furniture store and they have one of those ceramic shapes on a shelf that looks like mm-hmm. it should have a hole in it to be a vase, but it doesn't. And you realize it's just one of those things that furniture stores buy to sort of populate a, yes. a, a bookshelf unit and make it look less sad. Yeah. Listen, if it if it helps the realtor sh- sell the house. <laughs> yes. You know, it, it has a reason for existing. Yeah. By the way, the worst is when you go and you buy a pot that you think is for a plant and then it has no hole at the bottom. And you're like, great, there's no there's really no point for me to bring this home. Yeah. <sighs> because tried- too many decorations just become too many knickknacks yeah it's you know? and then I, you're yeah it's 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 tough like when I, I see a lot of people who have uh uh who, who are fellow like science fiction comic book whatever nerds and there's a difference between hi i but i i paid 280 dollars for a boba fett cold cast figurine that i really really like and as you can see but you and you know that i really really like this figurine mm-hmm. not because it obviously costs a bunch of money but because it's on a shelf like in a space that was clear on the shelf between books and things that are not necessarily related to boba fett and then sometimes you'll be on instagram you'll see the other kind of fan which is hi uh i basically every time i, I buy every single science fiction knickknack i can find uh, when I get at home, this is, this isn't actually a shelf. This is like a bin that's uh, six feet wide, uh, 14 inches high and 12 inches deep. I take the bin off of the brackets, put it on the floor. I just basically take this bucket of action figures, dump it into this bin mm-hmm. and then put the bin back on the, on its mounting pegs with the open side facing forward. It's like a pile of stuff that has no meaning and no like significance. And yeah, you, you, you kind of need to like <laughs> curation is the difference between collection and obsession. That's something that I had to learn like in my late twenties, I think. I'm also still learning the balance. Exactly. So Andy and I are speaking from experience as yes, two sorry. collectors who have lots of the little things that yes. they love. But let's, um, but let's, speaking of things that they, uh, that we love, mm-hmm. we, we don't love Google. Do we, do we love, we, we lo- you know, we love parts of what Google does. We love yeah. we, lo- we 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 love the fact that I, I love the fact that when I go into the public library and I see the public terminals, I see people using a free Google Mail account to do a Google search to use Google to get information on how to claim veterans benefits, how to do job searches and stuff like that. So we there are parts of it we love. We don't love the entity. We love the results of some of the things the entity does. While reserving uh, the ability to be very, very snarky and disappointed in a lot of the other things they do. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was going to say, and the entity loves to make money, which is what <laughs> we're going to talk about first on our episode today. And as Andy alluded, we are going to talk about some major UI changes that have come to the YouTube app. But before that, we're going to talk about some changes coming to Google Home. So it'll be a nice update type episode, hmm. shall we? And and there, and, we? and there is a tiny bit of schadenfreude. For, for some people. Who There's always that, that in every single that. episode of material. So that's what people sign up for, yes, exactly. in my opinion. <laughs> and, it's, and it's the best kind, the kind that doesn't affect either you or I. It could precisely. Or oh, <laughs> that's perfect. All right. Quick break. Onward. And then we'll be back. Well, Google's parent company, Alphabet, has released their financial results for the third quarter of last year, which ended, wait, no, the this, third quarter of this, this year. year. Yes. The quarter ending on you September know, 30th. Yes. I need to apologize to everybody. I 
tried to, you know, we're really late on Halloween decorations <laughs> and I put some up actually right before recording today. And so I finally came to terms with the fact that like, it's almost the end of October. Yep. <laughs> and so in my mind, we're already in 2023. Uh, but no, the third quarter of this year, which ended on September 30th. And the quick take is, of course, Apple is, or excuse me, <laughs> Freudian slip. Alphabet is still making billions of dollars in profit every single quarter, but that growth is actually kind of slow. Um, and it actually fell short on some predictions. And in some of those realms where it fell short, it's a little worrisome because I think Google is really just sort of thinking ahead. Like, how are yeah. we going to, how are we going to keep the money machine going now that things are changing around us? Um, Hold on. I accidentally. Hey, Google, stop. I apologize, everyone. I accidentally made the speaker turn on. <laughs> I'm not sure what it did. It's kind of, you know, I, 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 tr I try to be, I try to be philosophical. I try to say, you know, I, it, it screwed up. Yes, but it was trying to be helpful. It was, it was listening and trying to say, Ooh, Ooh, I can help flow right now. I know. And I know. It's, 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 I mean, I, I think that have you, uh, have, have you, uh, have you encountered that with Mona yet where she's like, hi mommy, I'm helping. And she's just dragged like a half filled bucket of like mop. Oh, water across every the single day, yeah. every single day. <laughs> oh God. Uh, anyway. laughing in my head about things. Anyway, <laughs> Alphabet. anyway, Google made a lot of money. Alphabet made a lot of money. Um, they generated more than $10 billion in profit on more than $60 billion in revenue. So that is a lot of money, still lots of billions. Um, but throughout the earnings call, there was acknowledgement that Alphabet's businesses are being affected by trends. And we've talked about some of those trends mm. on this podcast. And Google, well, it has to adapt <laughs> to stay up with those trends. Um, Let's see. Andy picked out a really nice quote for us here. Our results in the third quarter reflect an increased headwind from foreign exchange, <laughs> given the ongoing strengthening of the U.S. dollar versus last year. And it's true that if you go on TikTok, which is where people actually <laughs> spend their time now, you will see lots of people talking about how the U.S. dollar right now is worth a little more. Like even the Japanese yen is yep. is down is very in a favorable position at the moment as well as the british pound and these are not things that we're used to saying in I'm, the United States. I'm, I'm used to translating these things like in my head for for like decades and decades that I've, i was i bought a scarf uh on the off from a, a uk seller like directly from mm -hmm. their online store and like oh oh geez i don't know but if i don't want to spend like see it's 40 pounds i don't want to spend like I don't know, 65, 70 pounds on this. And then like I said, okay, maybe I do. And that's, oh, wait, wait, the exchange rate is like, like <laughs> the exchange rate is like, I'm only, I'm only paying like $44 for this. Like, oh my God, that, that prime minister is really having, creating a hullabaloo. <laughs> what Form, prime now, minister? Now former, now former prime minister. Yes. <laughs> that empty seat. When, when you get to a one-to-one uh, -one correspondence between the pound and the dollar, some, somebody's not, someone's, looking for empty boxes to help. No, it's, it's very true. And it is interesting to see how it's affecting the bottom line of some of these tech companies yeah. as they are like calling in their earnings reports. And it just, I mean, and it just goes to show how fleeting everything is. 
you know, we, we, we've had, we've, we've already had the call from, uh, from snap and some other companies and a lot of them are just really, really dire and desperate. The, the news from alphabet is good. Um, their, their stock, uh, ended the day, like something like on Tuesday, five or six points down because they are still, they're still making money. It's just that all the, the rate of growth that analysts had predicted for them, they generally missed almost every target that was given for them. So that's why it's kind of a bad thing. The Google subreddit is just like, here's some memes about buying Google stock. Yeah. <laughs> Should have, but if you put that same money in Bitcoin, like, oh, for God's oh, God. sake, oh, who God. let you in? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so now, Andy, why are Snap and Google down? They're down. What do they have in common? They're both down in advertising revenue, of course. That's what's getting hit really hard right now. Uh, for From Google slash Alphabet's perspective, overall revenue from the ads is up, but the growth is 6%. And that is down from 41% a year ago. That just shows you how much things can change in a year. <laughs> yes. Right? Because we were all, what, at home, uh, working from home, not in the office, which means we were probably all procrastinating online a little bit more, which means we were being pummeled with more ads probably in more places. But now we're not spending as much time, I'm assuming, in our phones yeah. <laughs> or wherever. But, but even beyond the <laughs> but even beyond the pandemic, this was the slowest growth in ad revenue of any quarter Alphabet has ever had. Uh, since 2013, with the exception of the first financial quarter of the pandemic, which is you know an ab- aberration, but yeah, even well before that, this was mm. uh, g- given given that the the biggest slice of the pie chart uh, from revenue is ads. That's like oh, we really do want to keep that growing as fast as possible because that's for the that's the money that feeds the furnace. You know what happened in 2013, right? That was Obama's second term. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. We're having we're having a revival there. Everybody's saying we're going back to the 90s with our economy. Anyway, I'm sorry. This There's just everybody saying everything. I, They're I, all, I all just talking about money right now. Uh, no, this is fair. Google's chief business officer actually laid some of the blame on reduced ad spending by financial firms. And we've all kind of seen that trend ah, happening. Jesus. I'm sorry. I should I, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have searched this. Uh, 20, uh, top albums in 2013, Daft Punk's Random Access Memories, good. Uh, how, however, uh, Yee, Yee, who was formerly, uh, yeah, Kanye, who was also like Yee's head. He's canceled, the, the y'all. He's just canceled. He's he was, done. He was actually, just, he was quirky in 2013. Gosh. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I keep distracting us. Let's stay on the track. Oh, my goodness. I was scared. I <laughs> pronounced something the wrong way. I just, I just had to like. I saw 2013. Like, I wonder what the hit album. What was the hit movie and the hit album of 2013? Where was was the Full House re- revival on on board there, or had it just been greenlit? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I will say that Daft Punk album years later, not one of my favorites. I'm just just gonna be honest, but it's because I have a thing with Pharrell. Okay, uh, true. Sundar Pichai also has a thing with the word macroeconomic because <laughs> that's what he blamed the revenue ungrowth on. The challenging <laughs> macroeconomic climate, quote unquote, is what uh, Pichai is still reiterating, and he's saying that the company is working on quote, sharpening our focus on a clear set of product and business priorities and cutting some of those loose projects like Cough Stadia. This seems like it was all just par for the course. Like this is just, this is what they have been doing behind the scenes. He also compared some of the current adjustments at Google and Alphabet to how a decade ago, Google shifted its priorities to mobile, Um, which I have to say, 
Sundar, very cheeky mention of your time at the helm. Because <laughs> when Google's focusing his priorities on mobile, who was working his way up the ladder? Mr. There Sundar Pichai. He, he was starting to bury those bodies. Mm. Bury them deep. <laughs> <laughs> More seriously, he was shifting over from his role on the Chrome OS team into a broader role overseeing the Android platform uh, and the other hardware in there. Um, AI is still a focus for this company. Nobody is surprised. Uh, Sundar says, quote, our investments in AI and deep computer science mean that we can deliver a wide range of breakthroughs across our products and services to help people, businesses, and, emphasis mine, more importantly, <laughs> communities that's oh. right that's right we're going to be saying a lot more saccharin this is how <laughs> google has helped humanity uh b-roll and pre-roll happening <laughs> so get ready to cry even more than you than you already are uh <laughs> I'm sorry, folks, to everybody listening and also to you, Andy, it's hard for me to be serious about earnings because this is money that I did not earn. This right. is not I'm not benefiting from any of this. I'm just reading somebody's. Somebody yes. bank account. Exactly. It's like it's like this, this giant was, bank account. It's the, this was, this was before your time, but there used to be a syndicated program called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous during like the oh I know all about 80s, lifestyles of the which rich is and was famous, yes. look at all the stuff this person owns. You really own all this stuff, it's, and it's still and you, around, Andy. It's called the Real Housewives. Uh, that's what the that's what they're about. You want to look uh, at all these women and what they're wasting their money on with but, less um, less less rosé throwing, hopefully. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's uh, there's but what makes it interesting uh, again? We're not we're not investors in Google, so it's like we're not on Tenderhooks no. trying to figure out like how our four hundred one k is going to be doing based on this or whatever. It's it's all but it's it's interesting because we're so used to these super super stage managed like media events and press events where they're making statements and they've really had to shape the messaging and figuring out okay what can we say that's not. That we are lying. We're definitely putting the best quick coat of paint on this as we possibly can. But ten, but if they if someone really threw it in our face, we could say that we're not exactly lying. But the great thing about these quarterly earnings calls is that it is a call. Is uh, the C the CEO CFO uh, and uh, and uh, and chief business officer are on the phone with analysts on the, on the other end of the phone, right? And there are mm -hmm. actual and and if they mess, they, they can mess up in two huge ways. Like if they if they say something that is not true or misleading, there are legal consequences because you are misleading investors into thinking that your company is doing better than it is. And if you are smart enough to say, "Ooh, they asked they asked me is is, is the cafeteria currently on fire?" and it's currently on fire, and I'd really rather have the focus be on how YouTube Shorts is doing, not the fact that our campus is on fire. Fire. If I pay, if I sort of try to dodge that question, analysts are also going to say, "Why did he dodge that question? Let's look even closer into this." And perhaps there are other things that he's trying to dodge. So it's for for people like Flo and I. Uh, why am I why am I always using the wrong uh, first uh, first person? Is Flo and me? Sorry. Uh, for okay. for people like Flo and me, it really is like okay. This is this is like where you're going to see like real truth, and this is where you're going to they and they have to really. It's in their best interest to make sure that analysts and investors know about here's what we're doing about the future. Here's why money invested in us is really, really good. We're not just riding this. We're not just, you know, we're not just riding this missile all the way down to the ground. We are actually flying and, and, and soaring. So they have they have to talk about the future and their plans and what the company is about without 
any of the usual Apple polishing that you often see in every other kind of communication. So that's why that's why like a lot of these notes that I'm making is like just plucking things out of their statements, prepared statements, obviously, but then out of the Q and A afterwards, where I mean, what other what other time do people get to ask a question directly of the CEO and he has to answer right then and right there, and he can't lie. That's they they ask boring questions, but it's still pretty cool stuff for from our point. Well, of view. they're asking boring questions because they want to know how their investments are doing because what they really care about is their money. And so that's why you really want to listen on these calls because it's it's rich people making sure their money is <laughs> is is being invested. Um well, the good news is the Google Cloud managed to deliver some good news. It was actually one of the few categories that beat analyst estimates for the quarter. So cloud is still bringing in that mo- Mula. I was going to say Mune, but then I went with Mula and it came out wrong. Uh, 6.9 billion is how much cloud brought in compared with 5 billion last year. So that's a bit of an increase, but it also lost money overall. A festive 699 million, even though last year it only lost 40, uh, excuse me, last year it only lost 644 billion. See, that's disappointing because like, I know money is money and a million dollars is a million dollars, but if I could say if if I were running the show there and I saw that okay, well here's the estimate, we're gonna be our division's gonna have lost six hundred and ninety-nine million dollars, I'd like I'd be thinking, can we like buy like a Olympic pool size jacuzzi for our department and if it costs a million dollars just to get it up to an even 700 because I mean it's it's not like it's that much worse to have lost 700 million instead of 699 million not if you're again an oligarch uh, living living in the in the palace of uh, of, of of the of the, the, the tech world <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you said oligarchs. I started to think about some dark stuff. Okay, true. Happening. Over I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, <laughs> it's 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 relatable because like next month I'm gonna be buying like a what Apple's almost certainly gonna release a new Mac Mini, and this is why I've been waiting like three four years right. for, for Apple to right. release. And the the weasel part of my mind is saying that like, well, we'll we've got X dollars budgeted. Like, but you know what? If the if we out if we select the model we want and get all the options we want, and it's like one thousand two hundred and eighty nine dollars, I can buy a Google Pixel Buds Pro and just just round that up to fifteen hundred. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's not like twelve hundred and fifty dollars is a tiny amount of money, and fifteen hundred dollars is a ridiculous amount of money. You may as well, you know. So yeah, that's 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 what that's affecting my idea that hey let's let's just add another million dollars in losses just just because I just because I like to write numbers with zeros in it. Hmm. I do want to say that um, even though Sundar Pichai had a lot of pride about this particular bit in the call, I get a little worried. He so he assured analysts that the long term trends are showing cloud adoption is happening and that it's going to play a really strong role during these quote uncertain macroeconomic times unquote. <laughs> but I get worried about that because we've seen how much the market has bounced around in just in the last three years because of all the uncertainty that's been around and. We keep talking about like the cloud and streaming and just doing everything over the air, but I feel like that's still only available to a very small niche True. of customers. Like just thinking today about, yeah, just, just thinking today about the fact that 
4K exists, but nobody's paying for 4K really outside of our bubbles. Yeah. Because it's very expensive. You have to have internet that can accommodate that kind of speed so that you're not paying overages. And then you have to have devices and, you know, you have to have a network that's all set up for that. And for the average person, that's a lot of upkeep and setup. Yeah. Um, but Google Cloud is not just consumer, it's also enterprise. So mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe there the trends are going upward, but just something I'm thinking about. Any any time that any place where Sundar can point to a bright shiny light on the horizon for the for an investment, that's that's what's gonna happen. So and that and that is why like uh, the, the Alphabet has a whole bunch of businesses and a whole bunch of products. The ones they decide to single out during like the scripted part of the call that, hey, here's what's, what's what we're doing great. So, yeah, I mean, Google Lens and Lambda, uh, all these I was gonna all, say, all yeah. these conversational AI stuff is getting a lot of love. I mean, artificial intelligence, no surprise, got lots and lots and lots of message, uh, mentions. It, it was like one of the through lines, the entire thing. I mean, expanding on what you mentioned earlier about, he, about how Sundar was mentioned, kind of compared it during the Q&A to, well, this is kind of like we, we had another downturn, like a slowdown like 10 years ago. And one of our responses to it is that, okay, let's get, let's make sure that we're focused, laser focused on the stuff that we're doing really, really well, that we think is part of like our future as a company and part of our identity. And basically saying that, well, because we went into mobile, we weren't distract, we weren't trying to cover our bets in 800 different places. We basically said, okay, let's go for, let's go for mobile. And that paid off very, very well. So he, he put artificial intelligence within that context that, yes, we are tightening, but it's not because, oh, we think there's going to be a long winter ahead and we're all going to be, we're all going to be suffering, but mostly that this is not a time to be, we don't, we don't have the flexibility to try to decide if we're going to be a bakery in five years, if we're going to be a global airline in five years, we need right. to do the things that Google needs to be doing. And he put AI in the role of mobile saying that we're putting all these investments mm-hmm. in AI technology, because we think that that's going to really be the fulcrum of what makes us Google, what makes us profitable uh, for for the far future. For the future, yep, for the far future. Um, I also thought it was interesting that Sundar Pichai called out YouTube Shorts, and I know that I've been seeing more YouTube Shorts linked out in the internet world Mm -hmm. than I used to before. Uh, He also said that YouTube was number one in streaming video viewership for the first time in September, which is good news against TikTok, which because TikTok has been slowly creeping in on YouTube. But I have a theory that that is because TikTok has a lot of moderation issues where people get banned, people get shadow banned. Um, What you can stream on TikTok is a little more stringent I mean, YouTube has its own, obviously, rules and such, but I think I said this last week, but a lot of theme park streamers are not using TikTok because they can't do scary stuff on the app. Otherwise, they get marked as explicit or something of the sort. And so it's a lot more uh, viable to do it on YouTube and just have like a f- the full live stream going on there. And so it's been an interesting, like, you can see that creators, are trying to figure out where to put their stuff, like where are they going to make the most money, TikTok or YouTube? So I think that's going to be an interesting thing to look look for in the next year. Yeah. And at least it wasn't as dire as when Facebook, when when uh, Zuckerberg was talking about TikTok and saying, oh, well, this is why, this is why we're, when it, we used to be able to buy like Cheerios, the name brand General Mills. Now we're buying the stuff in the plastic bag from Walmart. I think they call it like Happy O's. It's not a happy O. It's supposed to be Cheerios, but we can't afford it thanks to TikTok. 
Yeah. Well, you know what, Mark? A lot of us were eating those cereals. Exactly. <laughs> throughout most of our childhoods, okay? <laughs> so, and they were perfectly fine. And we're using the plastic oats. bags as our Halloween costumes. Even though it's said Listen, on the bag, it's not a toy. Well, it's the only as toy we As long as they had, were so. chocolate puffs, I would eat them. I don't care what <laughs> brand they were, as long exactly. as they were chocolate and melted into the milk that I could drink later, Indeed. okay? And have chocolate milk. <sighs> okay, other bet, other bets. We're gonna, we're gonna go through this uh, a little more quickly. Other bets. Um, I, another thing that we kind of pay attention to in these calls, you know, any weird projects. Pichai actually said that Waymo and Wing are doing pretty well, and I wasn't aware, but Waymo is coming to LA. Yeah, they're, they're so like, that'll be interesting yeah. and tough. That's interesting. And he also, well, he also mentioned specifically that it wasn't, oh, we're entering the, we're entering the Los Angeles market. We're soon going to be like offering, offering it's no, he specifically, he specifically said that, no, we're basically starting the process of collecting really, really good mapping data for the specific neighborhoods that we intend to cover. And so it, it was kind of a, a sort of an offhanded insight into the fact that generalized self-driving cars is still a very, very long ways away. No matter what Tesla may tell you, it, everyone that's every company that's operating self-driving taxi cabs, it is in this neighborhood, in this city, because we spent a long time not just relying on what you think are the detailed maps that you get with your, your normal navigation app. We have to know this down to the atomic level to be able to operate a self-driving car safely. And if it leaves that zone, God help all of us. So yeah, that, that, exactly. I thought that was kind of interesting. I also I also didn't expect him to call out Wing. I, I, he didn't he didn't specifically say that oh these are doing well, but these are the these are some of the pro, the other bets that he decided to to single out and say well here's what here's some of the other bets that we're working on because other bets they they in the in the good old days those used to be like the really crazy ideas too. Like again, hey, how about we have a hot air balloon that delivers internet to places, uh, a, a self piloting hot air balloon that delivers internet to places. And that's not the sort of project that is going to fly, haha, in the in the current mode of like refocusing. But the fact that they're still really working, apparently working hard and willing to uh, willing to be associated with autonomous drone deliveries. Okay, I I still don't know how that's going to scale up. I still don't know who's going to be really thrilled about what what problem it it super super solves, but. Okay, that was good. Good. Hey, I'm I'm sure that if I'm sure that if you're working if if you're uh, working for Wing, you're 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 pumping your fist. And, oh, they mentioned us. Mm-hmm. He loves us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, two more two more points very quickly. First of all, Sundar knows about TikTok and <laughs> and the fact that that's where the young people are going. And although he wasn't super obvious, uh, you know, he didn't go into great detail about the demographics and behavior, the differences between Google and TikTok. He did reassure the investors that they are working on it and that a lot of the features that were announced at the search on event the week before the Pixel event that happened a couple of weeks ago were in response to those young people going elsewhere for their thrills. Uh, so we'll see if you know anything happens. There was also some mention in the call that YouTube was going to become shoppable which to me sounds like a very Instagram kind of situation. And so it's interesting to see, I think Google's just scrambling to figure out what, if they can create a hybrid platform of some sort so that they can keep the creators creating because without the creators they're screwed. Yeah. But that, that's an example of the sort of things that only kind of get shaken out like during a Q, during an open Q and a, 
Uh, mostly because most of the questions are really all about again they're very financial where they're directed specifically to the CFO saying well uh, regarding headwinds regarding acquisition and TRL and TRI how's that going to affect the CA of next quarter going into 2024 when you revolve and they and the CFO responds as though he said absolute commons absolute perfect sense and that her what she said back made common sense even though I'm looking up every third word to find out what it means but uh, so so uh, the their chief financial officer was asked about uh, the potential for growth in YouTube revenue because they they had been speaking a lot about how again re- revenue from YouTube ads were down they were also talking a little bit about how TikTok and blah 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 and he said well specifically like outside of TikTok like what 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 what's the potential for growth in, in YouTube and he said I'm going to quote here like we think there's a lot of room to make really uh, to make uh, to make uh, YouTube more shoppable more actionable from video action mm-hmm. campaigns to product feeds app campaigns live commerce features so the idea of hey here's a here's a just just like uh, it can automatically identify a song that's playing and like give a link to like streaming it from someplace else the idea of I'm, I'm speculating here like oh well we we identify this product in this that's being talked about here here is a buying page if someone wants to now take that experience of learning about this this handheld game console to shopping for that handheld game console we want to basically make that into a a, a single service he he didn't he didn't he didn't talk about that. that literally was the entirety of the quote but that's the sort of thing he's talking about and it, but it could sort of point towards the next couple of years seeing even broader changes to YouTube than simply updating the user interface to look a little bit like material design, which went over awesomely with all the YouTube people out there. Awesomely. Couldn't have gone better. Okay. We're, we're going to get into that. The last point I just want to make is that, um, Kylie and Chris Jenner got mentioned during the call, which is just despicable because that I just, I'm so, First of all, Kylie Cosmetics, which they were talking about some exclusive shopping event that they put on for Kris Jenner's um, collection. Kylie Cosmetics are garbage. Anybody out there, like if you're buying them, you're literally just buying them to put them on the wall for whatever reason. I don't even think they're worth it. They are absolute garbage. Don't buy them. You can buy cheaper dupes from ColourPop with much better just company I want to say ethics, but I don't quite know if they, I, I think they're like vegan and cruelty free. So that's a good thing too. You know, just like, these are things to keep in mind. Um, yeah. And also let's not forget that anytime you mention the Kardashians and their brood, you are also mentioning Kanye and he's canceled. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's keep him canceled and the, and the Kardashians. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move I'll, on. Let's I'll, take I'll, a break. I should, before, before we take a break, just, <laughs> just to clarify, it wasn't like they were shouting out. Like maybe, maybe Sundar wants to be mentioned, wants to be inside like Chris Jenner's like Instagram mentions or anything like that. A, a lot. A, one of the other like long themes throughout is it's not. We're not just like search ads. We're also like helping like products reach audiences and and have events and do business like that. So that's one of the few things that they singled out. That hey, this is one example of how like even, how here's a name that you will probably recognize. And here's how they were using like YouTube and live streaming and, and our services to find find audiences, find shoppers, and basically do things that will put in your head the idea that it doesn't really matter quite so much that our rate of growth for ads is not quite so as good. And that TikTok is out there. We know how to rope in the pigeons and actually turn them into profitable, <laughs> profitable, profitable pigeons. Anyway, better on Google than on Amazon, right? I would say so. Because Amazon does all that shopping. Anyway, okay, quick break. And when we get back, some quick updates. 
Well, apparently there's a whole beta for this thing, and I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt for not signing up for it. But uh, you can now go to home.google.com and control or at least see your Nest cameras that you have within your smart home. This comes as part of a big Google Home update. Well, it's part of a rollout of the Google Home update. We know that that whole big makeover is coming to the app on mobile. But before then, goodness gracious. Overdue. Really. Yeah, I know. It's like, when is it coming? But until then, you will apparently be able to go to home.google.com and do what you used to be able when you <laughs> to do when you went to home.nest.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, I do not have that ability yet. Me neither. Which is why I'm kicking myself in the butt. Yeah. They yeah. know they it, it isn't something it isn't something you have to sign up for. It it is in a preview like uh, a preview offering. However, they that's uh, what I'm kicking myself right, exactly. in the butt for. The the uh, they're, they're saying they're saying that this this will be available on uh, home.google.com over the next uh, with by by the end of next week. Pretty much everybody should have access to it. Uh, and you don't have to sign for anything. You can just go to home.google.com. Instead of seeing a marketing page that tries to get you to buy another smart thermostat, it will say, oh, wow, you have the following doorbell camera and the following other indoor and outdoor security cameras. You can take a look at the feed. You can zoom in. You can uh, full screen it. You can turn the cameras on and off, uh, all that all that kind of good stuff, which is like, as you say, it's it, it's kind of galling when – uh, you, you you have a product that I mean I actually right here at my desk because I'm kind of maintaining it. I have uh, I have a drop cam that Nest bought mm-hmm. drop drop cam before mm-hmm. Google bought Nest, and so I have three it, of those. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> they're they're made out of metal. They're really really cool. And like you used to be able to simply hit a website and from wherever you are and whatever device you got in order to take a look at what's going on in your. And now instead of like no, I don't have the Google Home app installed on something, and also the Google Home Home app pretty much stinks. So yeah, it's it's good that they're giving back to us the thing that they took away from us by virtue of buying this poor, helpful, helpless, hapless company. The Google f- Home app does stink. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I I really can't wait. I mean, I'm just I, I I want something that's useful and it's it's barely useful. It's a it's yeah, some, I'm, I'm sorry for being that person. I just yeah. I'm just yeah. Andy's right. It's kind of, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. It's 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 a bummer, but it's okay for now. It's okay. Until we they're, get that they're working on it. We expect great things from you, young man, young woman. I, we are, we are going to, we are going to assume that you will make things right. And yeah. if you disappoint us, we will just simply say, "Well, perhaps we shouldn't have put our faith in your son, daughter. It was just too much responsibility for your narrow, narrow shoulders." Oh well. Uh, Andy, is that what you're saying to YouTube <laughs> with its new UI changes? Okay, no, I, see, I want to distance myself <laughs> here. That <laughs> so I mean, so so I got so uh, YouTube like uh, totally re, uh, let's say yes. substantially revamped their user interface, uh, and most of it can be described as uh, making it making it a little bit more material you ish, a lot of a lot more rounded corners, removing a lot of the clutter. I, I will go back to the word frumpiness that I sometimes use in terms mm-hmm. of old inter- interfaces. It was a very 2010s sort of interface, removing some things that don't that feature putting features behind pop-ups that used to be just a blatant button button, these sort of things. And I, so I first experienced it yesterday, I think. And 
yeah, and of course, the first time you use it, uh, it you just simply you know you didn't you don't download it and 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 start and accept anything. You just say, oh, by the way, here's the new user interface, and let's let's walk you through a couple of changes. And I thought, huh, okay, that's different, huh? Okay, that's not where I expected it to be. But I kind of moved on with my life. So I, I when I say that this is this was there's there's some controversial choices here. I don't want to group myself in <laughs> with the people who are freaking the hell out. They are wigging out over what are simple changes and what they hope to be improvements to the experience there. Uh, I, 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 I had to, of course I had to go straight to Reddit. <laughs> so, right. I went, so I went, so I went for, for again, calm level headed discussion of, of yeah. this change that happened yesterday. Uh, <laughs> and so I, so I went to, well, I went to the YouTube subreddit and I, here are the titles of this afternoon's post. I'm quoting them verbatim. Okay, quote, here we go. This UI is horrible. Unquote. Quote, YouTube be like, and then there's like this meme that I'm not familiar with, but it's clearly meant to be disparaging because it's, you can see, uh, quote, that's just stupid, unquote. And that was at the end of just a title, not a post, but a title that went on for like two sentences and described a specific change to the UI. Uh, quote, you, WTF, is this, unquote. <laughs> quote, YouTube, what in the actual hell is this new design, comma, this just looks awful, unquote. Uh, the did have one positive reaction. Quote: Why does YouTube suddenly have a new UI? Unquote. And we're okay. going to put that in the positive column because it was actually neutral. It was not non-accusatory. It was just simply a question of uh, wondering about the nature. So this this person, whoever the, whoever they are, is an explorer. They are a navigator of the world. They ask mm-hmm. questions before making conclusions. Good on them. Uh, unfortunately, that good feeling was followed immediately by, quote, this format makes me want to throw up, unquote. Those were all in a row, by the way. All in a row. Not like I picked and choose. It was I love all Reddit. In a row. I uh, love Reddit God bless so you. much. Yep. God bless you. You know why? Because people go there and they just, and it does the same thing to me too. I am a monster on Reddit, which is a good thing that I don't use a, my usual username there. Um, so, what are these changes, right? Why are people complaining? Uh, we will link to the support page that will list out all the things, but some of the more interesting ones are the pinch to zoom feature, which I tried to use because apparently I have YouTube premium now and it didn't work. didn't work for me. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is something you can do on TikTok and that a lot of people do use because you can pause on TikTok and then zoom in to like read something. And so that's why a lot a lot of sleuthing is done on TikTok, maybe. <laughs> now they can do it on YouTube, too. Um, visual design updates. So there's a new ambient mode. And this is kind of a lighting effect. And what it does is that it makes the viewing experience more, quote unquote, immersive by basically taking some of the colors in the YouTube video and using that as a... Um, as a paired background, kind of like what your smart bulbs do when they're trying to like set up into, you know, an entertainment, like feature, feature presentation mode. Uh, You can turn this off. Andy wrote in the notes, turn this way the hell off. I I had that as an option, either turn it off or turn it way the hell off, depending on your preference. This, the ambient mode is one of the most like hate inducing features. I don't know why. I, I don't think, I don't think it's great. Uh, it's a subtle effect. I think there's people who are really into like UI wonkery, like real designers, like, oh, but it's, it's changing like the color of this user interface element around it. That again, fair point, but like, okay, well you click the switch and say, please don't do that anymore. And it doesn't do that anymore. Right. So that's okay. Yeah. 
Uh, dark theme is now darker. <laughs> this is this is actually good. Uh, a good thing. I hate when I turn on YouTube and it's like blaring at me. There's also some subtle material, you tweaks, things like rounded buttons and corners. And they actually ended up making the subscribe button a little bit different. And they changed how you link things in the description now. So it doesn't look so web 2.0. Now it's a little yeah. more web 3.0. And um, it's I guess it's getting some positive feedback so far because a team yeah. YouTuber actually said, thanks, <laughs> folks, for the positive feedback. So I wonder if it rolled out to me yet. Let's see. It didn't. I actually wrote about this for Gizmodo, but it didn't roll out to me when I was writing about it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Yep. So they, sh- 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 oh, what do you think? It's material you. <laughs> Everything has spacing between it. it that's a, yeah. That, that that's like that's like when a, when when you uh, you go to see like a friend sing like a, at a club and they ask what when they they ask you what you thought of it you say wow you were singing so loud it everybody could hear you it's like that that's, that's not a that's not a qualitative assessment of how entertaining it was that's that's you're basically saying okay it's it's very material you like i i uh, i uh, it wasn't as just like uh, I mentioned I, I before the show. I when we're trying to get like Google Duo working, I mentioned that ah, dang it, I upgraded to my Mac to, to Ventura, the new operating system, early this week. Maybe screwing up with that, and so I'm so I'm I'm dealing oh with that. Oh my god, autoplay. <sighs> Sorry about that. Oh yeah, you have to. Oh god, they don't. It doesn't. It doesn't honor your previously set like autoplay. No, it just blared at me. Apologies, everyone, but uh, I also figured I would let the podcast know blared. I was blared at. Yeah. Continue, please. Sorry. Andy. Uh, it was fun. No, to I'm use. sorry. I, see, I, I thought I thought that there was a jump scare, like if it was if, like one of those cooking, one of those subtle like ASMR cooking videos where they put like a a, a bloodthirsty clown like smash cut in the middle of it just to scare you because they think that's funny. A good laugh at your expense. Uh, but but uh, so uh, so I'm navigating some simple changes to the user interface on my Mac that I don't know if I like or don't like yet. I'm still navigating that. Uh, I, there's a there's a a very important windowing feature that I turned off just before the show because mm-hmm. I'm st- I still don't have the hang of when I switch from one app or one view to another what windows stay in place and what windows go away to the land of ghosts and winds and so I don't so I'm not ready to say whether that feature is good or not because I still I don't know really how it works and I'm still getting used to it. My first impression of the of YouTube though was like there were definitely some places where I was trying to favorite something or trying to add something to a playlist and the the button where wasn't where I expected it to be, but I don't necessarily know that that was a bad thing. It's it's just a change and most mostly you have to you have to you have to find the difference over the course of a couple of weeks between the stuff that really is a step backward like suddenly not being able to access your your web your your security camera over the web to i got over it <laughs> they, they this used to have this button used to have square corners now it has rounded corners you know what i persevered i i come from my, three of my grand four grandparents are are immigrants they were one one was a goat herder in the in the in the italian alps he came here with very little on his back except for determination and a dream if he managed to succeed making a brand new life in an unfamiliar country starting with almost nothing i can deal with the fact that my free streaming video app has a different kind of button now i i feel as though genetically i have that in me i want to i want to make my grandfather proud <laughs> well Andy, I think I also think honestly that this is going to help it uh, be a little more tablet friendly. Because yes, remember, that, oh, Google wants point. to sell tablets. Yeah, 
So I, now I like want to go in now that I finally got the update and see everything. Also, because um, now I have YouTube Premium. <laughs> Apparently. How nice to not have ads in between everything, I have to say. Oh, God. Any any streaming service, anything. If you give me an opportunity to give you more money and that I never get to see an ad ever, you will almost certainly get that money from me. I, I would also pay to just have more curation so that I could just shut off things by a keyword. Like, I yeah. I don't need you to tell me why fentanyl is, is dangerous on the brain. Yeah. It's... That's not an issue for me. And, um, you know, I, I know you're, why you're serving that to me. It's because of all the, the rapturous headlines. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a little, that brings up something that kind of frustrates me, that there is a feature that I see in some versions of the YouTube app, but not others. I don't know whether it's on the web, but not on the phone app or on the phone app, but not on the tablet app. But there, there, there are times when, like, the recommendations will include the most desperate and pathetic clickbaiting things where like there you will one of the, there are two examples that always come up one is brace yourself that that actress that you used to like it now looks like this and it'll be like essentially a this this freak show picture that you know has nothing to do with any actress ever it's just there to get you to play the video worse ever is there's there are sites that just routinely post we sadly honor the memory of Michael J. Fox, who died five hours ago today. Oh my God! Don't say that. Yeah. Put that into the world. No, it's, it sounds like you're, so. You're basically trying. You know the people. Ugh, it's just it's just disgusting. And so there, there used to be on on some versions of the app, there is this way to say never recommend anything from this channel ever again. I never yeah. want to see anything I have from to this go channel. Do that. And but it's but it only but it doesn't appear in every single version of the app. But I can't figure out what it is because that is a feature that should be in every version of the app. I'm so over it, Andy. <laughs> humanity, me too. <laughs> no, I'm just I so love over people. It. Humanity, like, I'm still on touch. I was even doing it. that before we were recording today. I was on my Google News feed and I got a um, emoji asking me an emoji survey asking me how is your experience with the headlines that were served to you today, it was something along the lines of that. And I, I gave it the straight face across the middle <laughs> one, like neither happy nor sad, just yeah. like, and then I kept scrolling and there were just all these random mentions of things that have nothing to do with me. I, where did I ever express interest in golf? <laughs> hmm? I've never been on the driving yeah. range in my life. I haven't been in a mini golf course. Like, over 10 years. <laughs> With, yeah. when, when am I going to go? I don't care about the PGA tour. <laughs> Why? I, because I was following Tiger Woods when he was in the tabloids. That was over 10 years ago. Again. Exactly. That was, that was T. I was interested in the T. That's what interested exactly. me. Exactly. That, that, that's why, that's why like, I, I appreciate that uh, you, some of the YouTube apps will say like, don't, I, I didn't like this or uh, give me fewer videos like this. But I've, at times, I don't want to use that, even if I didn't want that video, because I want to tell you what it was that I didn't like. I, I am usually really, really there for like engineering history. I don't want you to recommend more videos like this because the guy was kind of a beehole. You know, I don't like. I, this is why. This is why I, I, I thumbs down it. This is why, like, I don't want you to show me more stuff like this. I don't, but I do want you to show me more stuff like the Techmoan channel. Uh, this is, it's like, uh, tell, I did it. I, 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 I had 86, another subscription because the, another one, the, the, 
the only really con- one of the few consistent ways to get me to unsubscribe from you is if you do once too many one of those thumbnails of that super shocked expression and this guy again attend exactly it attended whatever ramada in how to make a killing on youtube where he used his his thumbnails used to be completely normal and now it was just like again unhinging his jaw in he shock he saw it worked he saw it worked and i'm like oh. i i wish see and i, I don't and i don't want I, part of me thinks that uh, the privilege of being older than probably most youtube creators certainly older than this one say now son i I didn't want to just jet off and not let you know why I was leaving your channel. I I felt that as a piece of feedback, uh, do do whatever you like with your channel, son. It's your channel. Follow your own heart and your own dreams. I'm saying that this aspect of it was what caused me to disengage, alas, and I'm, that's why. I'll, perhaps the algorithm will recommend you one time again, and perhaps I'll come back. But for now, it was this simple thing, because I don't want him to come back. Screw you. Screw you. Just don't get screw you. Screw you, boomer. Like, excuse me. Generation X, not a boomer, but, <laughs> but yeah, it, but it, but it's, it's like if if yeah, I mean if if I if my channel if I were trying to get get uh, success with my channel, and the reason why someone was unsubscribing was something trivial that I I was just in the habit of that I absolutely didn't care about, like oh so the, the because I put this big like orange border around uh, the the thumbnail that I put in there just because I can't fill in the rest. Oh, but that makes it, oh, I understand why. I, I don't care whether the border's there or not. You know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'll just delete that, that that orange border. But yeah, I, there, there, is, there is no defense for, <sighs> there is no defense for that face. There is none. There is none. <laughs> this speaks like a man a in note. pain. <laughs> I feel like that's a good note for us to end on. Perhaps right. <laughs> yeah, there is no defense for that face of yours well um we would like it if you put a smiling face on us by uh heading over to relay.fm slash material to check out our home on the web over at the relay fm family website that's where you can find all our past show notes uh you can find links to where andy and i are on the web and you can also find a link to how to subscribe to the relay fm network a membership gets you a lot of wonderful things like wallpapers and a newsletter and bonus episodes, which Andy and I are constantly working on. Indeed. We promise. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are. Yes, um, I mean, spe- speaking, speaking about like uh, macroeconomic headwinds affecting the ad industry, mm-hmm. like we, that, that, that all, all of you who we, we are grateful for every one of our listeners because your time is the most oh, yeah. valuable expenditure that you make and we do not take that lightly it is it is very very flattering that so many of you give us an hour of your time pretty much every week uh the cash is nice too so that's <laughs> that, that, that on top of that that's also a nice thing it's a, it's like on, on a nicely decorated cake there is that one section of it that has like the four four roses that are just nothing but sugar icing and butter, Where, and that's the. Ooh. Why are you putting that on my mouth right now? Like I am craving uh, it, Andy. Andy's very good at describing food. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cakes are very attainable, Flo, and you deserve cake. <laughs> I know, I do. I still owe myself cake for the one that you bought me that I didn't eat. <laughs> There you go. You're in a cake deficit. How are you? How how are you going to? My part of the Q and A. Andy Notko, analyst, asks, "How are you going to address that cake deficit that you reported in Q3?" Go to the grocery store bakery tomorrow morning and buy the freshest cake I possibly can. Ion stock rose eleven points last night on on very excited (laughs) trading. 
That's higher than Google's right now. Exactly. Hey-o. Uh, okay. Andy, what have you got going on this week? <laughs> well, um, I'm not going to name names. Let's just say a Massachusetts governor uh, has bumped me from uh, what was going to be my appearance on uh, my regular appearance on NPR Boston uh, tomorrow and Thursday. So but that's going to happen next week instead. We can talk about that at that time. Until then, go to uh, Anatko on Twitter, Anatko on Instagram to find out what I'm up to and things I'm talking about. Wow, you have a very smiley governor. I guess my governor's smiley too. Well, it's been pretty good. So, like, you know, and also it's it's apple cider donut season. So I've heard, yo, yeah, that's, that's enough to put a smile on anybody's face. Well, I won't be apple picking, but uh, I will be here writing things for gizmodo.com. And you can go to my handy link at flowrights.tech to see my byline on the site. That's going to be it from us this week. If you have anything that you would like to write us, I would like to remind you that we actually do have an inbox, materialpodcast at gmail.com. And we do have a Twitter page at materialpodcast. Or you can always just tweet me and Andy separately at ohthatflow or at anotco because we are always watching our feeds. And we love interacting with all of you out there. I also have a Discord if anybody's interested in joining that. I pop in there from time to time. The community is usually bustling and talking about tech things. So it's a great place to go uh, if you just want to find some community. I think that's it from us this week, Andy. I I feel spent. Yeah, I feel spent as well. (laughs) We're going to go replenish ourselves now with some cucumber water. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Have a safe seven days. Be happy, be healthy, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.